Sometimes the Bible in the hand of one man is worse than a whiskey bottle in the hand of another. There are just some kind of men who are so busy worrying about the next world, they've never learned to live in this one. And you can look down the street and see the results. Harper Lee, To Kill a Mockingbird. Welcome to Bookish, a literary podcast. I'm Paul, and it's time again for the Sunday Ramble. Once again, Sunday Ramble, Banned Books Edition. We've come to the end of Banned Books Week in the United States, and I hope that you've taken some time to read a banned book in order to challenge the idea of censorship. As Banned Books Week comes to a close, I'd like you to consider a book that has often been challenged, often been banned, often been burned, that you might not have thought about. I did a post several months ago, towards the beginning of this podcast, about how the Bible is not just a spiritual book, it's also literature, and that it's virtually impossible to understand many aspects of Western civilization and many references in literature itself without a knowledge of the Bible. Well, perhaps not surprisingly, the Bible is one of the most banned or challenged books in the entire world, including the United States, which might surprise some people. You don't hear a lot about the Quran or the writings of the Buddha or the Upanishads being banned, but you do hear about it with the Bible. In fact, as recently as 2015, the Bible was one of the top 10 most challenged books in America, coming in at number six. The reason most often cited was, ironically, religious viewpoint. As troubling as this or any banning of books is, the challenges to the Bible in the United States public libraries and schools pales in comparison to the restrictions placed on the Bible in other parts of the world. Here are just a few examples. In North Korea, possession of a Bible or other religious literature is punishable by death or imprisonment. In one particularly heartbreaking report, Vernon Brewer, founder and president of the humanitarian organization World Help, told Fox News that he often thinks about a case involving a girl named Un, whose third grade teacher gave the class a special assignment to go home and, quote, look for a book, and if it's the right book, the student will be honored. She ended up finding a Bible. The next day, she received a prize at her school, but when she returned home, her parents weren't there. He said, it's hard to imagine such cruelty that would unknowingly turn children on their own parents. Now that's banned books taken to a horrific extreme. In other places, it's not that bad, but it's still bad. In Morocco, 
Bibles are allowed in French, English, and Spanish, but not in Arabic. And Arabic is the official language of the country, and the one spoken and read by the vast majority of the population. In Maldives, which requires that all citizens be Muslim, Bibles are restricted to foreigners living in the country. It's illegal for a citizen to own one. Turkmenistan outright prohibits the publication of Bibles. They can be imported by the few registered churches in limited numbers and only with permission. And while in some countries where printed Bibles are restricted, people could read the Bible online, many of these same nations and more restrict internet access in a way that makes even this difficult to nearly impossible. Some of those include Belarus, China, Cuba, Iran, Libya, Maldives, Myanmar, North Korea, Saudi Arabia, Syria, Turkmenistan, and Uzbekistan. Now I realize that some of these countries are Muslim countries, but it's ironic that while they prohibit the Bible in their own countries, they demand that their citizens abroad be allowed not only to have the Quran, but to be able to convert people at the same time. You can't have it both ways. The quote that I used from To Kill a Mockingbird at the beginning of this episode may seem on its surface to be anti-Bible, but it's not. It's meant to just point out that sometimes our view of Christians can cause us to react negatively towards the book that they embrace, often without ever reading it ourselves. So during Banned Books Week, as we come to the end of it, as you're supporting the right to read previously challenged books ranging from The Old Man in the Sea to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, take a moment to remember and speak out for those here, both at home and around the world, who have been denied access to the Bible as well. Since every Sunday ramble ends with a book recommendation, and we're talking about the Bible, I'm going to recommend the book of Acts in whatever translation is most readable to you. For me, it's simply the most exciting book in the Bible, and it's a good one to tell you about the early church and what Christianity at least is supposed to be in practice. Have a great week and keep on reading. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Bookish. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to keep episodes like this coming, I'd also like you to consider supporting us by clicking the support this podcast link on the anchor site for as little as 99 cents a month. You can keep episodes like this coming and also help us get to the point where we're completely ad free. Thanks again.